2: Outspoken with White and Jordan 100% engagement It's a total disrespect Download, stand well back, listen Jim White and Simon Jordan I don't see that view Outspoken with White and Jordan From the world's biggest sports radio station
3: Talk Sport
2: Hi, this is Jim White and thanks for listening to Outspoken with White and Jordan Today, myself and Simon reacted to the news that Arna Slot will not be the next manager of Tottenham. And as usual, Simon clashed with the fans who lay all the blame at Daniel Levy's door. Plus, we discussed Gareth Southgate's comments on Ivan Toni's eight-month ban for gambling breaches. Arne Slot, we now know will not be the new Tottenham manager Uh, he stays with Feyenoord we are about to tell you exactly what happened on an eventful day over in the Netherlands yesterday Slot saying I've been hearing a lot of rumours rumours? no such word as rumours I've been hearing a lot of rumours going around about other clubs interested in me Uh, he says he's thankful there is not and there has not been transfer conversation and yesterday's meeting was exclusively (coughs) for an extension he means by that an extension (laughs) of his own deal at Feyenoord I think Yeah, I think we'll we'll touch that uh, as and when we want to. But the Dutch football expert Marcel van der Kran is super busy with this story this morning. He took time out for us here on this show to tell us exactly how this has come about.
1: I think there's about 300,000 final fans who are really ecstatic that he is staying. It looked all week for the last eight days that he would join Tottenham Hotspur He was the number one candidate after Sabi Alonso had said he wasn't coming. His agent, Rafaela Pimenta, who used to work with Mino Royola, she was in talks with Tottenham and she made it clear that he was happy to come. And Feyenoord said, well, he's the most popular, the best manager we've ever had. He's brought us to the Champions League. We want to keep him. And if Tottenham wants him, it will have to go up to 20 million if they want him. Now, with that in the back of their mind, it was becoming a very difficult situation for the manager. Also, they offered him a brand new contract with huge wages and the whole picture together, late last night, the manager decided, well, if I can't get out, I'll sign a new contract here. And that's more or less the story.
2: Marcel, is it your belief that Slot deep down, wanted the Tottenham job, that he wanted that one in preference to Feyenoord?
1: Absolutely. He was really keen on on moving. Uh, He had given his uh, word to Pimenta to start negotiations, to speak to Spurs. He was really enthusiastic about the Premier League. He made that clear. He could not stop himself from praising the Premier League in his press conference last Friday, that was for everybody to sign. Look, he's ready to leave. He wants to go. He thinks Tottenham is a massive club, and um, it's still his dream to, to coach in the Premier League. And this is why it is a major turnaround that late last night, both parties, final and slot, agreed to sign a new contract and, uh, and for him not to go to Spurs, because I think deep down in his heart, that's where he wants to go.
2: So, again, Marcel, is it your belief that it was finer to pull the brakes on the move to Tottenham or slot? lot himself.
1: Feyenoord made it clear he could not go. He has a running contract. Feyenoord have said, we keep you to your contract and if you want to go, it will cost an awful lot of money. And that's how the situation is.
2: So the Feyenoord fans are happy this morning, as you say.
1: He brought the first title in six years. Them They've seen football, which they've never seen in the last two, three decades in the Feyenoord Stadium in Holland, in Europe. It's so attacking. It's so and so much entertainment to watch his team. And I'm sure this man will end up in the Premier League uh, at one stage because um, he's one of the best managers we've seen in this country for years. And, uh, and maybe it's a shame for Tottenham fans that uh, he's not joining them right now because I, I'm sure he would have brought entertainment and great football in the stadium. And I think if, if you look at the programme notes of Daniel Levy last week in his uh, Tottenham um, book, Before the match, he promised the fans that they were going to watch football, which they would love. And I think that was a clear sign of his belief that he could get slot in.
2: No wonder Marcel van der Kran is one of the best in the business. Uh, The Dutch football expert there, Simon, right across the whole thing from yesterday. Mm. So what's your take on all of this? Apparently it was going to take 20 million to get him out of there and get him to Tottenham and then it seems like Slott began to think I'm not sure if that will happen might it happen might it not mm. so he's got his own representative the woman that used to work with Raiola to yeah. go in there and negotiate a better deal at Feyenoord and he's ended up much better off, and stays at home. Well, it feels a
4: little bit like that. It feels like there's been a little bit of leverage and an opportunity created for him um, to get a better deal out of his existing club. For Daniel Levy, if you're gonna, if you're gonna, if these things are gonna be indexed to you, and you're gonna, add, and you're gonna index yourself to them one way or other, it's gonna be clear that you are indexed. You've got to deliver an outcome. And doesn't matter now, whatever, whatever Daniel Levy does will be tarred by a particular brush in certain people's minds. And some of that will be justified, some of it not. I, I'm not his PR person to speak for him. I would say, that in the instance of, of Slot, if you wanted him, you had to get him. You had to get him. Because otherwise, you find yourself in this position where outcomes are what we're all about. I, we can make excuses and we can make justifications. And I will always be the first person to say, forget all the backstory, forget all the reasons behind it. Outcome you're in the outcome business. If you wanted this fella, you need to have got him. If it was a st- £20 million stumbling block, which would, of course, prick up the ears of the Spurs fan base to get him back into the sort of mentality of someone that's like, you know, Bob Cratchit sitting there with his quill and never write any money out. Um, the, the the scenario of paying £20 million for a footballer, uh, sorry, a manager, is something I think football clubs are going to have to get their head round. But the problem is, in the most recent example of it, in the rearview mirror, you've seen Graham Potter, where someone's paid £20 million to get him released from, from Brighton. And... Subsequently, it's been a disaster. Now, you pay your money, you take your choice. I'm in the camp of believing that there is a space and place for managers to be bought and sold between football clubs in a certain way because they have just as much value as the players. You can't necessarily make a transfer market out of it, but if you've got such value in coaches, then why wouldn't you be prepared why to pay? Why would you pay the 20 million? But also, what doesn't make sense to me is if you know your own contract and Feyenoord are demanding £20 million, it must be because there's a release clause of some shape or description that that leads itself to that conclusion. So I don't know why the manager's shrugging his shoulders, going, I don't know, I don't like all this, it's a little bit unedifying, it's making me feel a little bit uncomfortable, yeah. I'm not sure this is going to happen. Or they had a more sophisticated contract which says, in the event you resign and walk out of your contract, you can't go and work somewhere else for 12 months, you've got gardening leave of some shape or form. <laughs> the, it might be that. The fact of the matter
2: is, Simon, and you're right, if Levy wanted them, Surely he had to get him. And now Tottenham fans will simply cite Nagelsman. Didn't happen. Porch didn't happen. Jabby Alonso didn't happen.
4: Yeah. Slot didn't come. Who's next? Again, they'll have and, until an outcome is delivered, that is the space that he will find himself in. He's a hostage to fortune in this situation. Are we looking well, at Porter? I was looking at Brendan. Oh, well, I, you know, with Daniel, you can never oh, necessarily... I mean, I don't know what's going on in the workings of his mind, but I do know that he doesn't want to have the necessi- the, 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 uh, the endless criticism that he's probably getting. Who would want that? He will want to fix it. We sort of parodied his programme notes last week, but in the back of his mind, he will know that there's a need and a necessity. And I wrote an article two or three weeks ago specifically about he needs to get this one right. Yeah, This direction of Mourinho... To, to Nuno Espirito Santo to Conte doesn't look good. It doesn't look like a thought through strategy. I understand the reasons behind it which, by getting nailed on winners in and hoping they're going to do something to you that others haven't. But you've also got to price in their personalities, the stage of the career that they're in, and rather than just their resume, they've got to be in front of you at that time saying, "I'm the Jose Mourinho that walked through the door at Chelsea in 2004. Yeah. That's the Jose Mourinho you've got yeah. now, and I've got plenty to prove. I'm the Conte that understands that I'm getting back in the Premier League and I've got to build a club with you, rather than just there with my hand out telling you." precisely what I want, and if I don't get it, I'm gonna have a, ta- a tantrum about it. Yeah. So I do think that, that Daniel's in a in an invidious position, some of it is in his own making. And if he wanted slot, the problem is, Jim, we don't know how much Tottenham wanted him. We only know what media reports tell us, and that's the only way we can go on. Yeah. Clearly, a lot of the time, the media do get the thread and pull at the thread, and some of it's got significant substance behind it. Not all the time.
2: Well, Van der Kran says they were in talks with Tottenham.
4: Well, again, I mean...
2: Slot and his agent I, were in I, talks I, with Tottenham. I, 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 there's I no doubt.
4: I don't doubt it, but having talked with somebody, I had talks with managers on a regular basis. It doesn't necessarily mean that those are the managers that I've alighted upon. I've, this, I've made my mind up. I'm talking, I'm positioning. Maybe there's an element of Daniel wasn't 100 percent sure. That created a, mo- a modicum of doubt in Slot's mind that I'm not entirely sure that I'm 100 percent wanted. So I can use this as, le- as a lever to be able to push finehood into it giving me a better contract. Yeah. All of these things probably came into play. Yeah. The bottom line is until Daniel alights upon a manager and deals with that issue, he's going to get the brickbats of whatever... Observations land in the media because we're now in that season for of sure not, not a lot of games going on for sure and it's all going to be that isn't it
3: welcome to the Coliseum
2: of confrontation outspoken with White and Jordan do not do not, Daniel Levy, go anywhere near Brighton for Roberta De Zerbi. <laughs> the Brighton fans pushing back big time this morning. There's 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 a Tottenham fan. Get the Brighton manager and then Port- Potter will go back to Brighton and then everyone's a winner. Uh-huh. Uh huh. That hasn't gone down too well. Like Ryan, who describes himself as a very angry Brighton fan listening this morning. Why do all these clubs think that they've got any right to approach a club like Brighton and just take their pick? Go on. Get out there Scout your own players Build your own network Get your own bleeding manager And find yourselves a decent one If you can Brighton fans not having it Or well, well, like you did When you nicked Grand Potter from Swansea uh, On you go <laughs> so, Simon well, I'm being asked to ask you uh, The Tottenham job Is it as attractive As we think it is? A couple of people in the, in the way by Have just said Just on the subject Of the Tottenham job Does Simon think It's an attractive one At this particular
4: stage In the proceedings? Yeah, of course it is, for a certain grade of manager. How attractive is it for the top end managers is a different discussion. There'll be a queue of managers that would love to man- manage Tottenham Hotspur, but the ambition of Tottenham Hotspur isn't to have a manager that's going to give them <laughs> what they've got this season, which is a pretty poor season, which is... As much on Daniel Levy as it is damn straight on the players and the um, the manager, who all seem to get excused from these conversations, it's only one person that's to blame. That's why I keep defending it, because I hate this tactic of blaming just one individual. There's a group of people that have not produced a performance for Tottenham this season, and whilst Daniel's the standard bearer and he needs to be held accountable for it, there are also other people, like Conti that should not be able to skate off into the sunset with their particular brand of BS and get away with it. Yeah, but he's accountable. Well, is he? He's accountable with a £3.5 million cheque and probably pop up another job telling everyone how hard done by he was at Tottenham. No, they're not accountable. They skate off football fans, give players and managers a pass and look to someone else to blame because it's an easier solution to do so. But Daniel's got to do better. He clearly has got to do better. The argument is, can you entice, with a background noise of everybody hates Daniel Levy and Tottenham Hotspur is a club that's rudderless and a group of managers that have told you that the squad of players that they were in part contributing to from the players that they bought were all cheats, liars and selfish. Mm. That's the last manager's observation and some of those players, a proportion of those players were ones that were bought by him. Is it coincidental that certain names like Nagelsmann, Pochettino
2: may, may well have uh, communicated this yeah. to Daniel. Xabi Alonso and now Arne Slot are saying, do you know what, Maybe not. Maybe not at this stage. Tottenham, yeah, maybe not. Maybe the comments of Antonio Conte, these comments, are still
5: ringing in their ears. We are professional. We 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 paid... The club paid us a lot of money. The players received money. Me receive money. You understand? Not to be... To find excuse and uh, don't have spirit or, or, or don't show the sense of belongings or don't show... sense of responsibility because we are showing this and for me this is unacceptable for me because this is the first time in my career to see a situation like this and until now I wasn't able to change not to change but compare last season the situation went to become worst why? Bah! I don't know, because they are used here they used it here. Don't play for uh, for uh, for something important. Yeah. And uh, they don't play. Uh, they don't want to play under pressure. They don't want to play under stress. <sighs> uh, yeah, it's easy in this way. And Tottenham, Tottenham story is this. 20 years that there is the honour and never won something. But why? But why? He's right.
4: Hypocrite. What do you do to change it then? What did you do to change it? He's saying it can't be changed. Of course it can be changed. Of course it can be changed. It <laughs> the might current take, structure can't be changed. It might, be t- and it might take a passage of time. And do I think Daniel can do much better and should do much better and there's lots of things that he's done that are wrong? Of course I do. No. Or maybe he did
2: what you said you would do, ask Levy for more money for players and c- Levy said no. C-
4: come on, come on, let's follow the direction of travel. I was a major advocate for Conte coming in and felt that he would be able to get from Daniel Levy certain things that others haven't. The moment he walked through the door, we had this drama we had this constant toxicity from them. They they lose against Muir in a game in the European Conference League and out he comes with the ridiculous set of observations. In January, after he's been there for three months, after they get beat by Burnley, out he comes with some ridiculous temperamental outburst and he has the audacity to talk about, I'm a professional. Hang on, what sort of
2: job was Conte doing
4: at the time? What, to get them in the top four? What kind of job was he doing? In what respect? Trying to, change, trying to change the direction of travel to get the club to be moulded, or the football team, not the club, the football team to be moulded in his image. And his image is someone that's temperamental, throws his toys out of the basket, jumps no, no, up and down
2: no, no. On, the, on the spot. You've got to look beyond that. There's a, there's a mate of mine who's a big Tottenham fan. On this occasion, I disagree with Simon. Conti okay. was doing a great job. And I mean a great job. Everything he said was true. They were top four when he was binned. Only two points from nine games since. What does Simon not get from uh, that?
4: Okay, what do you not get from it? I mean, even the most obtuse and opaque of observers cannot suggest that he was gotten rid of. I can tell you, factually, he wasn't gotten rid of. I can tell you with unequivocality attached to it. Uh, Levy, Levy didn't want to get rid of him. He wanted to keep him until the Antonio end of the just season. No, what Antonio did was he made it absolutely untenable. He turned around and set the whole place on fire. And he didn't do it from the point of view of trying to effect change. The only change he wanted was the change of his circumstances. He wanted to leave the football club. But you and, like honesty.
2: And he was that's, felt
4: it needed that's to be said. That's not honesty. That's disingenuity. That's engineering an outcome for himself. He wanted Levy to fire him because he didn't have the courage to turn around and say, I'm resigning. I don't want to be part of this because I don't want to not get paid. I want to get paid. And there's a lack of integrity. Do I think Levy's done his job in certain respects? No, I do not. Do I think they could do better? But I'm not having this guy. And I'm not having this narrative. Not because I'm a former owner, because it's unjustified and it's unfair it because, because you're a No runner. it's not because, because you're putting yourself in Daniel's position you're like Oof. Because what be- would I do because- in that situation? Because all of these people that are commenting have never been in that position and they all think they know better. Half of these Tottenham fans that would be running this football club Tottenham would be in Kerry Street if it was down to most of the football fans because that's the bankruptcy courts. Levy has done one thing he stabilises football club's finances now he's got to do better he's got to get this, this, this monkey off his back he's got to produce a team underneath him that can look like the best in class but I'm not having these guys like Conti. Do you I- think Levy's ever second-guessed I wonder why Conte actually went and
2: then when he thinks why he went he'll realise that Conte had more than a point I think it was
4: with the balance of probability despite me being a major advocate for Conte coming in I assumed that when Conte came in that he would understand certain aspects of the culture of Tottenham Hotspur in terms of the level of spend now if Daniel Levy if Daniel Levy has brought Conte in right and told him a pack of lies and completely misrepresented the situation as we are being led that perhaps the Wolves board have done to Lopatagi about financial fair play, then I would absolutely understand Conti's position. If Daniel was done an absolute bait and switch, then I'd understand it. But I don't think he has. And no, what Conti's no. gone is don't fancy this. And this is football managers, and you lot out there don't see it. Download, stand well back, listen. Outspoken with White and Jordan from the world's biggest sports
2: radio station, Talk Sport. Back here Simon overnight I was looking at some of the coach Gareth Southgate has questioned the terms of the 8 month ban given to Ivan Tony for breaching betting rules by suggesting that uh, Tony uh, has been somewhat abandoned uh, Ivan Tony was suspended by the FA until January next year is fined 50 grand after admitting 232 uh, breaches of betting rules he's not allowed to return to training until September the 17th. So, Ivan, goodbye, and we'll see you when we see you. And
3: Gareth has questioned that. I have spoken with him. I don't know if that's allowed, by the way, but if it, if it isn't, then they can ban me and not add to his. Uh, look, the ban is the ban. It is what it is. I think he recognised and accepted uh, the punishment. What bothers me is we've got to look after people, and, you know, he's injured at the moment. What does he do about Getting fit. What does he do? How do we give him some structure over the next few months that he can develop himself or be a better person at the end of it or have experiences that he might not experience? So I don't like the idea that we just leave somebody that they're not allowed to be a part of the football community. I don't think that's how we should work. I don't think that's how the best rehabilitation programmes would work. But he knows that we picked him because we felt until there was a charge, he should be allowed to play. And when he comes back, if he plays well, then he, we'll, we'll pick him. So um, it won't have any bearing, but I think he'll have additional motivation through what he's experiencing. And I think he's a resilient guy with great character and um, we're here to support him.
2: What do you think of that? Is Gareth right? I mean, should the central
4: theme of bans be about punishment Or rehabilitation? Both, shouldn't it? It should also be about um, consequences and ensuring that people uh, uh, like Ivan and those around him don't emulate this and find themselves in a similar position because whilst you don't want to make someone the cautionary tale, there is no example like the example of someone else being consequence to concentrate other people's minds. Isn't it interesting? I mean, the FA blazer-wearing Gareth Southgate suddenly decided to speak out against the people that have employed him. I would have thought that the FA that have put this fine down, the very people that employ him, won't be too impressed by it. I do like the part at the end. It's quite good, though, isn't it? I do like the part at the end. Well, you know I'm not an admirer of his. I, I admire a certain aspect of his work, but I'm not in the camp that he's going to win anything, and that's what England manager's job should be. Should be. I'm interested in the end part, which I think is good, that he, he is... Clear that he will pick him on form, and that these things are in the past when they become the past. So I like that part. I'm not entirely sure, you know, where Gareth's coming from. He picked Ivan Tony last year and didn't even play him. Called him up to a squad and didn't even play him. So why is that? I don't know why all of a sudden he has to be his spokesman? Ivan has, and I don't want it for him either because I think he's a super player. I think he's a super young man. I know his dad. I think he's a really, really decent lad, and I think he's going to be a already is a top footballer. But he has breached the rules and consequences can't just be in our sort of liberal manby-pamby society that we mustn't have people we only focus on the rehabilitation we also have to cut part of rehabilitation is people accepting a consequence for their behavior and that consequence in this instance is you cannot play competitive football you can train again in september you can get yourself physically fit and keep yourself ticking over in the same way that you'd have to do once you're recovering from injury the injury that you've done Is a slightly psychological one now because you've taken it upon yourself to breach football rules. You've compromised your club. You've compromised the financials of your Mm. football club. Put them in a difficult position. So I don't know quite why. I don't know quite why Gareth wants to die on this particular hill. It's not a bad question though, isn't it? When you think of it, Southgate is
2: basically saying. I I quite like the the fact that you know what I've spoken to him, and I don't care if anybody knows that. When Southgate says. Well, how do we speaking? give him how do we give him, Tony, some structure over the next few months that he can develop himself or be a better person at the end of it? What's the point? Well, Wait, say, well, well, okay. What's the merit in saying to Tony, get out and but, don't darken this door but, until we no, see you but, again for training in September? I don't no, care what you do, but, no, but beat it.
4: But nobody said he was a bad person. People said that there's a rule. That you've broken. It's a very significant rule in football. It underpins and underscores the integrity of the game. It brings the game into disrepute if you're betting on football matches that you were either a, yeah, participant a participant in. He's a participant. Right. Yeah. And you're bringing the game into a very serious space. I'm sure he
2: knows that now. Right. So he's, he, he's sitting at home thinking knows, that right now. He, he may be listening and to us. What's
4: wrong with what Gareth he, is saying? And he knows that how? Why does he know it? Well, well you would think. Well, because what else is because he's he doing? Because nothing. He, because, he's been, because he's been consequenced. Yeah. So when we talk about rehabilitation, what does we mean? It's very easy to throw these examples around. What would you have them do, Gareth? You've, you're very you're you're suggesting that the 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 the, the, re- the resolution isn't about consequence. It's about rehabilitation. They'll, they go hand in hand. Right? Mm. No one's. Extricating him from society. No one is suggesting that he doesn't have a welcome place back. No one's suggesting, not even Gareth, is that there's going to be a consequence for your actions post the serving of the consequence that you have been deemed. Last week, people were arguing about the fact why is it eight months when three months of it's during well, the pre-season. Now you've got the England manager coming out with a player that he picked last year that he didn't even bleed and play, so wasted everybody's time calling him up to the squad. So what are we doing this for? Well, what's wrong with that though? I mean, again, I said Gareth- it's none G- of his business. Who's That's what's wrong with it, Gareth. None of his business. Of course, business. it's. He's England manager. So what? He's one of his players. It's none of his business. It's none of his business. It's uh, Ivan Tony has been consequenced because he's broken football rules, and those rules are very clear. We know, we know, clear. That. We know so, that. So what? So and what, Ivan knows that. So why is Gareth needing to weigh in on this? And this is ridiculous. Who said? So basically, no one can speak to Ivan. Well, he, he was who, about who's, who's it. Who's saying no one can an speak to him? It's a silly analysis. I haven't spoken to him, but if I do, know if, if I am, speaking, it'll get a longer band. Of course, you can speak to him. Of course, you can't. You can speak to him. No one said he's got to be mute. Of course that would be ridiculous. The point of this no, is... No, but right,
2: Gareth's point is he's been chucked out the, the football community, if you like, no, he's for he's chucked himself. Two months. He's chucked himself oh, right, out. Oh, he's chucked
4: himself out. Yeah.
2: All right. But I mean what, what Gareth is saying is look, it, we 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 shouldn't really have him sit in the corner with a dunce's hat on. He hasn't he hasn't committed you know mass murder. Nope. So why don't we help him? Because he did. He'd bad Gareth for life, saying, he What Gareth's saying, how do we give him some structure over the next few months? I think what he's suggesting there is why don't we throw some kind of recognized respected fitness expert at Ivan who can he can he can go I don't know somewhere abroad, Spain, Italy somewhere and train with this guy for a few why don't we why don't we why enable that? Okay, so again, or even better, why why doesn't why is he not allowed to train with Brentford? I again, don't understand why he's been cut off. Because there.
4: because because those are the rules that have been set down by the football establishment, and those there are consequence for your behaviour. Now let's let's evaluate this and say okay, Ivan is not going to suffer a single iota of financial damage as a result of that. So if he's still getting paid £70,000, £80,000 a week, he can take himself off to, the, to Portugal and he can take himself off of there with a football trainer and keep himself fit because in the bigger scheme of things, what Ivan's actions have done have not just hurt him, and they won't hurt him. He will lose four months of football he'll come back some bigger football club will probably poach him from Brentford and the reward will be that that, that, that's what they do
2: but to Uh, be fair to Southgate he was asked this yesterday
4: Simon he's hardly going to say uh, Ivan's in exile at the moment and he deserves to be. Well, he's asked the question. they don't have to answer it. You can simply say if you want to. And he doesn't. I mean, listen. I'm having I'm having a, a reaction to his action. I believe that there needs to be in society people consequence for their behaviour. I'm coming from the position. I really like Ivan Tony. I think he's a brilliant footballer. I wish this not for him. But I also believe that if you want something eradicated from the game, whether it's dissent on the pitch, managers' behaviour on the sidelines, I agree with or that. this sort of things, you've got to mean it. I agree. And, but and, I mean, and, and no one's sending. He's got four months. He's not going off to Alcatraz and going in solitary for 10 years. He's getting consequence for four months of his playing career. Most of them hate preseason anyway. They can't wait not to be part of it. So let's have it right. There's some messages
2: coming in there. Gash should have kept quiet. What's I've, my point? Ivan's a PFA's responsibility until September yeah.
5: when
4: Brentford have decisions to make. Well, no, they? have not said a bleeding word because they're completely and utterly useless because they can't defend the indefensible in a situation. Look, I'm not suggesting the ban is right and wrong. This time last week, you were making a case that this, this ban isn't long enough and that ultimately three months of it are during a pre-season. I was asking make if your it was up. long enough.
2: And he, he, look, he's been banged to rights. He's admitted to
4: yeah. <laughs> over 200 of the rules. Them, of course. And those are the rules and yeah. he is a participant and they're all saying do we think it's serious? as a participant I mean, do we, I mean, I suppose the evaluation can be is it critical to the game that players don't bet and that the sporting integrity of the game never comes into jeopardy we never have a situation like they've had in Italy well that's the that's important aspect of it if that's important then the consequences of doing it have to be equally as important and equally as significant but and should that, his rehab not feature in this as well but why didn't he say about Kieran Trippier then well, I, didn't, I didn't even pipe up about Kieran Trippier when Kieran Trippier was banned, the, but yeah, but the, the case is incomparable. Oh, this, this, this is, this is a why? whopping. Well, look at it. Kieran, Tripp, mean, Kieran Trippier lost. Hang on. Kieran Trippier lost three months of a season. Uh, Ivan Tony's losing four months of a season. What is your point? Ivan Tony can keep himself fit. Ivan Tony can go over to America or any part of the world on a huge salary that he's still getting paid for doing nothing and keep himself can fit. Kieran can get banned
2: for 10 weeks. Uh, Tony, Tony's eight months. I mean, they're not exactly yeah, but, comparable, but they, are they? But, but they are. And Tony's they,
4: 232 but, betting breaches. They, they are comparable because we're talking about 16, 17 weeks in Ivan Tony's case of live football and we're talking about 10 weeks in Kieran Trippier's. So there is a comp, uh, an element of an ability to be able to compare I'm not suggesting that this is an ideal solution, but if you want to rehabilitate someone, what is the consequence then? A smack on the wrist. It's not serious. It's not serious because it's only football. It's not serious because it's only betting and it's only the sporting integrity of the bleeding sport that we're debating about.
2: Maybe he could be allowed to train.
4: He can Brentford. train. He can go and train somewhere else. He can't, else and he keep can't with Brantford.
2: Not until Bec- September. So there's
4: no consequence then. So what you're saying is, and I, I take your point, which is that, and I take Gareth's point as we delve into it, which is, you can't play, but you can train, mm. right? And of course, keeping you in the chain gives you a sporting chance because there right. is an argument about when players get consequence, they get slung out to the academy and in comes the trappy PFA saying, you can't send him over to the academy. That's compromising his sporting ability. He needs to train with like for like. So there is an element of that. Yes. But, but no one is trying, I don't think, unless you do, that they're trying to single Ivan Tony out and make Ivan Tony a cautionary tale. It is by definition, but I think they're slapping him with the consequence to his behaviour. And it's not a case of does he need to, be- How, to... Ivan is going to become a better person. With all due respect to Ivan and his dad Ivan, who I like very yeah. much. Yeah. What are we talking about here? Is he a bad person initially? So he, by continuing to train with Brentford, Gareth Southgate's logic is he's going to become a better person. He's going to become a better person, probably, by accepting the consequences of his actions and coming back stronger.
3: Welcome to the Coliseum of
2: Confrontation. Outspoken with White and Jordan. From the world's biggest sports radio station, Talk Sport. Thanks for listening to Outspoken with White and Jordan. Please leave us a review wherever you get your podcast. We'll be back each weekday to bring you the best of the show.